All right, we're back on Mr. Zarelv and Mr.'s Mini, me, Padru, my partner, Padnam. Yeah. Your boys. Uh, we're continuing our series, part five of our series, NFL previews, divisional previews. Today, not the most exciting division ever, but we do have to talk about it. It's the NFC South. The South? You Good. know what, what's from the South, right? Dirtiness all around. Uh, D- dirtiness, else? yeah. Also, some cash money millionaires are from the South. Oh, uh, that's true. They are from There are also some no limit soldiers from the South. And UGK, RIP Pimpsey. That's Pimpsey, RIP. Uh, Texas T. Yeah. Paul. But he's from Houston, and that's that's AFC South. We, we, we covered that already. Right, but they still consider themselves the South, right? No, the te- that, that's the Texas true. Ass. That's true. Go ahead. So, there's this guy who wanted to be a a baller, shot caller. He's a high baller, a shot caller, and those that pose a threat won't live to see tomorrow. He was for a while, but he never made it to a professional level in basketball, I guess. Uh, I don't know if he tried out for football. His name was Percy Miller. Have you heard of him before? Was he a master of trying out for stuff? Yeah, he was a master of trying out for stuff. I think I've heard of him. Yeah, and um, he would always just get upset a lot of times and say, <laughs> Come on, I cannot be a professional athlete. That's usually how he uh, started did, off. Did okay. he have a son that was a bit of a little Romeo? Uh, no, just a punk. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, it's the NFC South, and this is the division where last year, Padnam, mm-hmm. so you, every division has to have a playoff team. Whatever the, the leader no matter at the what. end of 16 games is, they go to the playoffs no matter how poor their record. And last year it was a case where the best record in uh, the division was 7-9. and nine. And that got the Carolina Panthers to a playoff berth. So that's pretty pathetic. Do we think it's going to go that way again this year, Bob? No. I think so, just because this division doesn't really speak NFL champion to me at all. Sure doesn't. What does it say to you? It does say that it has good weather and probably places that I want to visit for when the Cowboys go oh, into town. Now you're referencing New Orleans. You've yes. been talking about this. You want to go down for this Cowboys game. Well, not just Cowboys. Your first, that would be your first ever regular season NFL game. As you said, on a recent pod, you had the startling confession that you've never been to a regular season. You have been to a preseason NFL Since game. that time, I've been to a but that isn't, <laughs> I know since that confession. Even during the time yeah. of the confession, you hadn't even done that. No, no. It only took me a couple days after, but yeah, I was able to achieve. Well, you must have been getting some heat out on the streets for this uh, when the people found out. So You know, people expect a lot of me. You know, and um, you let them down. I did lead them astray, and I, uh, I said, finally, I have come to the NFL to watch the worst match of all time: Jacksonville Jaguars versus Giants. Yeah, we talked about field this. goals for field goals all day. Yeah, go back and listen to our already posted AFC South preview uh, to get some more info on on Nam's experience at that great game, but uh, let, let's get into this division, NFC South. Let's go back to those Panthers. I would probably have them as the favorites again to win, if not for this, uh, what just happened uh, the other week. Star second year receiver, Benjamin, Kelvin Benjamin, tore up that ACL. Mm. He did some fancy and, uh, he's work. He's out for the year. 
You had him on the squad last year. I wish I had him last year. Yeah. So it looks like I'm not going to be drafting him this year. Yeah, I would have won for him this year, given the chance, but not anymore. Mm. He's joining uh, Jordy Nelson and all the other ACL cases thus far. Who does uh, Cam Newton have to work with? They drafted a guy, Devin Funches, out of Michigan. I like that name. He's supposed to be a Funches. good receiver. Yeah, I can see that getting worked into some fantasy team names. Bunches of Well, Funches. there's also Ron Funches, comedian. Really That's funny true. guy. That's yeah. true. Honey Funches of Oats, I think yeah. his nickname is. So yeah. yeah. Could definitely get those sort of puns going. <laughs> they brought in Sandra's boy. Michael Orr. Michael Orr. <laughs> to protect that blind side, which he's hasn't been doing a great job of in his NFL career. So do you think that I don't know if he's going to help? Fame him. has gotten to Michael Orr so much that he's just lost sight of what he's actually doing as a professional. NFL yeah, he's player. certainly lost sight of that rushing defensive end off the edge. He doesn't seem to know where they're coming from. <laughs> Turnstile, but uh, they lost oft-injured D'Angelo Williams, went to Pittsburgh, so he's gone. He, he was a staple of these Panthers teams the past decade. Mm-hmm. And they did not retain the services of one Greg Hardy, uh, who likes to toss women on piles of guns. Your boys thought he was more of their speed, I guess. Yeah, D'Angelo Williams himself, I mean, where did you just mention he went to? He- Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Yeah, I mean, running backs. Can you name the most? Who's the most elite running back in the NFL right now? Well, not based Logan on Bell, I guess, who's already in Pittsburgh, probably. Right. Uh, maybe Shady McCoy. Eh, maybe. Peterson, I don't know. I mean, I don't know which. Are we talking maybe fantasy? Maybe Demarco or, Murray. Maybe, maybe you know, like there's no definite at all. You know, so it's a combination of being a, an all-star, I guess, a Pro Bowl running back. It's difference between being a running back that can lead a team in prime moments and get over the goal line or go, get over the first down line when it needs to happen. Uh, whether it's running back by committee, like Dallas is doing, like the Giants have done during their Super Bowl years when they had two backs usually every single time, Wilson and Brandon Jacobs and, and stuff like that. So I don't think a person like D'Angelo Williams is going to be making or breaking Pittsburgh team. Right. Uh, but we're talking about Panthers. Right, no, in, in general. His absence is going to break. Well, if I can give you one definite, Jonathan Stewart, or a couple of definites, Jonathan Stewart now is definitely the lead back in Carolina, but he'll also, also definitely get hurt, as he does every year as well. So what are we going to have? What else do they have? Hmm. They're, uh, I, about, don't, I just is, don't see this offense being able to move that Is uh, he hate me back on the team? I don't think he's back. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> No, I mean, Panthers still have a pretty good defense, Luke Keekly, all that, but uh, I just don't see the offense uh, humming along unless this Funches guy is like Benjamin 2.0, catching passes from Cam Newton. Right. I can't see them being too much better than they were last year, but maybe that's enough to win this division as they did last year. Yeah, I mean, I think this this, uh, Carolina team will, Cam Newton will obviously carry it as he will. I think he's one year removed from. I don't know why he's in his contract, and I, nor do I care. But I think he's one more disappointing year from like either being moved or asking to be traded because he is a talent. He's one of the best, I think, overall. Certainly, is some of the most prominent. Yeah, exactly. And, and the thing is, there's injury. There's also there's been his own maturity that's been in his way. Coaching changes, talent leaving, all those things. But I think Cam Newton can take that next step if he's on the right organization, and Carolina's not the... So you don't think that is? Well, I certainly don't think they'll be giving up on him anytime soon or letting him walk, so he'll have to... No, I'm saying if it's, in, if it's in his power, he would just yeah, maybe to get the F out of there. So. 
Let's move to a team that has had their quarterback solidified for quite a long time. And Mr. Jabriz, although he doesn't have as many weapons this year as he might be used to in some of his favorite ones. Talk about my Saints here. You know, they're kind of my second team that I like, like to root for a little bit. In the Saints. NFC, not like hardcore or anything, but you know, I like the Saints. But I don't know, they traded Jimmy Graham, which I was not a huge fan of. They traded him for a center, Max Unger, from the Seahawks. So, yeah. And they drafted uh, Andres P, the lineman, so their O-line should be a bit solidified. That, that should be good. They brought in C.J. Spiller. They, of course, have Ingram. Uh, they lo- they got rid of my boy Pierre Thomas. I'm not too happy about that either. But by all accounts, their run game should be pretty strong. I don't know who, but Breeze really has to throw it to anymore too much. His main target was Jimmy Graham in the past few years. He was one of the most dependable targets yeah. uh, in the NFL. I mean, the bar none, the best uh, tight end in the past three, yeah. four I years. Mean, maybe Gronkowski would make an argument against that. And maybe that's Tony about Gonzalez. It. Not in his, the past three years. Not three years. But, but if like, comparing like careers, yeah, yeah. yeah. Most consistent of all time is Jason Witten. I'll say that for sure. Maybe, maybe. They never all, missed a game. Never missed a game. They also brought in on defense Danelle Ellerby from the Ravens, Brandon Browner from the Pets. So there's a team that's lost a lot of players, uh, brought a lot in, a lot of turnover on this team more so than usual. And they did not do very well last year. With these changes they made, Adnan, will they fare better this year? Well, there has to be a change here. I think they've run this course with basically the days of of them being featured in a Verizon NFL commercial with Mark Sanchez and the Jets versus Drew <laughs> Pease and the Saints are completely over. You don't think they're going to update that commercial for Mark Sanchez on the Eagles? No, no. <laughs> oh, they won't. Bad. And if they do, by the time they update it, uh, Drew Brees will either be on another team or they'll have another head coach. Um, all these teams, I- I'm just going to talk shit about, uh, not in, in the fact that these actual fans don't know that these teams are, are terrible, but by default, if I'm going to pick a winner to come out of this division, it will be the Saints just because they've done it I guess, more, and they've won a championship in the past 10 years, um, as opposed to... Well, as we've been doing, we'll do our record picks at the end after we talk about all four teams, but it sounds like you're saying that might be, you think, the favorite to win the division this year. Yeah, by default. Like I said, I think they'll have a strong run game. I think they'll be able to churn some wins out, running the ball with Breeze, just hitting some spots here and there. I'm still a bit concerned about their defense, even with some of the pieces they brought in. I just don't feel like Rob Ryan gets it done too much. It's a little overrated as a coach because of who he is, I think. And Steve's been struggling, even not just with the Saints, but even with when he formally decoordinated our team. Well, now, speaking of my team, the Brownies, this past weekend, I don't know if you would have noticed, uh, Enam, but the Browns absolutely obliterated the Buccaneers in uh, preseason game three, which everyone considers the dress rehearsal game. Starters play the most of any preseason game. Hmm. One, uh, Jameis Winston. Stepped up to start, stepped up to the plate for the Bucks. He was repeatedly sacked. His offensive line was Orr-esque and even worse. Hmm. Uh, their new, um, I think, second-round draft pick, Ali Marpet, or maybe third-round draft pick, the guard, offensive guard, might as well put him down on the Spring Street subway right there, you know, because he was a regular old turnstile. Oh! Again, Jameis crushed. Jameis threw a horrible pick. Yeah. He did not throw a touchdown a pass, nor has he thrown one in the preseason, and he probably won't play preseason game four, so going to the regular season without having thrown one. Now, a lot of people, myself included, thought that Jameis would do decent in his um, 
his rookie year, I definitely advocated taking him over Mariota, but I don't know if it's going to work out, especially with this terrible O-line and and on the defensive side, not great either. Uh, They brought in a couple of guys, DJ Swanger, Henry Melton. They lost Goldson, Claiborne, uh, Michael Johnson. So a little turnover there. It's Lovey Wait, Michael Smith's Johnson, the second runner. year. Yeah, they lost him. His golden shoes ran out the door. Oh, man. No, the D-end. Um, but their defense didn't look that great either in this game. Preseason, circumstantial. But this is a team that won, uh, what, three games last year? Four games, maybe. So any improvement here? Does Jameis just get crushed? Is he injured by week four or behind this bad line? What What do we think for the Buccaneers? Uh, well... <laughs> When's the last time the Buccaneers were relevant? 99, right? Well, they won the Super Bowl in 2003. 2003, yeah. So that was their last... It was Gruden's first year there. Yeah. And they got Lovey Smith with Jameson Winston. It's his second year with yeah. Smith, yeah. I mean, last year I thought they were, they were supposed to make some noise, right? People didn't know, really. Like, they, they hadn't been good the year before that. They brought Lovey in, they thought he'd get the D turned around. They brought in Josh McCown thinking he would do much, but he got hurt and didn't play well when he was in. I feel like if they're going to... I have a good feeling about, and I said this about Mariota, not because of who they are, but because of the rookie QB syndrome that's been pretty good, uh, I would say, in the past. That's what you said in our our AFC South uh, preview. So I'm going to say that they are going to be okay. When I say okay, I think like seven, nine, uh, eight, and eight, maybe. Okay. Well, we'll get your official prediction in right. a second, but why do you think it'll be better? Just because of Jameis, or I think because Lovey Smith uh, is a really good coach. There's an, there's a reason why he took them to the Super Bowl with the Bears, and why the Cowboys were really interested in bringing him back after Wade Phillips, but they opt to hire uh, Jason Garrett again, mm. um, or promoting Jason. Well, Garrett. When they did that, that was before. Lovey got fired from the Bears. Yeah. Uh, so they're just speculating that it might happen. Right. And when he got fired, it was just a changing of the guard. I don't think it had anything to do with who Lovey Smith is as a coach, as a strong personality. And I mean, he did get fired a year. They made the playoffs and then lost right. the game. Exactly. But, yeah. but Bears have, you know, a really good football tradition, and they expect a lot more from their football team than any, anything else. I mean, the Bulls are definitely, in Chicago, the Bulls are definitely up there, but the, I think it's a Bears town, Bears and Cubs town first, and Bulls are right there in second or third as a favorite Chicago sports team. But that's a different debate. Anyways, when it comes down to it, I think Lovie Smith will capitalize on his mistakes last year, and James Winston may get injured, but I don't think it'll affect Lovie Smith's game that much. I think he's going to bring him along slowly, and then we'll see Winston hit some strides maybe in week six, week seven, if he's not injured. So. Okay. Yeah, I feel like, I mean, watching this game, I feel like he might be, he was getting crushed, but we'll see if the line steps up or if he gets uh, rid of the ball faster. All right, last team, the Falcons. That's a team that many uh, last year thought would be back um, toward the top of the division, win the division. To not happen, they showed Mike Smith and his uh, sandals Ooh. the door. Are you just going to do the who up? Anyone named Mike? <laughs> That's going to get a whole quickie now. Come on. Mike Smith. Nah, he's out. Uh, Dan Quinn from, uh, I believe, the Seahawks is the new head coach now. They drafted uh, what, Tevin Coleman running back, uh, Indiana. Steven Jackson now gone, O.C. Manure gone, Sean Weatherspoon, Harry Douglas, some guys have been on the team the past few years, but not too much turnover on this squad. 
despite all the coaching changes and whatnot. Still got Matt Ryan. I mean, what do we think? Is this guy ever going to get it, it done? Well, Matt Ryan's not the problem. We know that. And, and who, who did you say that coach was hired now? That uh, Dan Quinn. What has he done? Coordinator for the Seahawks, I believe. So they picked a, a winning offensive strategy now. Um, I guess. They and they weapons. gave uh, Julio Jones a lot of money oh, yeah. for his big contract yeah. just now, so they have that and He one. produced like hell like last so year. So White. Is that bigger than Des Bryant's contract, too? I think we'll have to look this up, but it's one of the biggest ones. That yeah. Size. So let's Which, see. That's good, <laughs> considering if Des is already locked up to whatever he has. But yeah. people do do holdouts and shit like that all the time, right? So for more money. Yeah, but no, their their defense was really the the main struggle last yeah. year and has been. And they didn't address they, it at all, really, did they? That doesn't seem not too much. I mean, they lost some of the, like you and you and some of those guys that were veterans. Uh, they also drafted Vic Beasley in the first round, uh, he, so that's a. S- supposed to help the defense in from the linebacker position, which was a struggle for them. So maybe they'll be a little better, but it's hard to tell. I'm not wildly optimistic about this team, but who knows what, if they do get the offense going and they can get it really chugging again. Maybe Coleman comes in and runs the ball really well. Roddy starts think doing better again. Julio, we know it's, is good. It's either got to be Coleman or Freeman, but they're both injured. And uh, okay, well, uh, but it's still you know. I know, I know, I know. I'm just saying, like, it's what not else do they have on their uh, on their roster? Devin Hester, Brandon Gardner, I think. Burt, Abu Gardner, tight end. Don't um, know who that is. Um, Roddy White, obviously still on the team, and their offensive line is pretty much the same. Oh, they got Columbus. Tyler Columbus. Yeah. Yeah, their line is like okay, not. Not anything amazing. Not the worst in the NFL, but not too inspiring. Ishmael, K. Ishmael, is their safeties, along with Chris Godfrey. Or Charles Godfrey, sorry. So, I think it will it'll be about how healthy this team can be. And did they end up... It came down to the last day of the season again. And it was going back and forth. Oh, it was, it was between like a, the Falcons and Panthers. I it was a three-team... Yeah. It was a three-horse race, and they were all sucking. Yeah, and there's well because it was they, none of them were good all year. So right. even, like, they kept on like them. literally no one wanted to win the division. That's how yeah, I believe the Panthers won it on the last week over the Falcons. Right, and the, but they finished with the same the record at seven to nine. I believe. Right. Schedule right now. All right, yeah. Well, we didn't mention the schedule. Thanks for bringing that up. So the the two other divisions, the NFC South plays are the NFC East, your boys, and the AFC South. And then uh, let's let's try to see you as the easiest schedule. Based on the other two extra teams they play, Panthers have to play the Seahawks and Packers, so they got the hardest for sure. Saints play the Cards and Lions. Bucks play the Rams and Bears. Falcons, 49ers, and Vikings. So even though they they play the AFC South, which shouldn't be as hard, uh, this is pretty tough schedules for this division, considering how bad it was last year. That's interesting. Right. I guess the Bucks have the easiest, as I guess they should. But are you ready to do records and predictions, or who do you think? Who are you taking to win this division? Let's start. Off. Well, I've been uh, I've been doing some predictions ahead of this segment right now, so what? I think I'm pretty ready, Drew. I'm, I would say I'm pod ready for these predictions. You want to pod race over and give them to me? Yeah. So, um, in terms of the numbers right now, what team do you want to start with? I want you to tell me who you think's winning it and uh, give me the record. Well, considering they're the dark horse right now, based on the preseason. Record, 0-3, Nolan Saints. You know what? I was going to pick them, but I'm going to say they're going to f- finish short again this year. And I think it's going to be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at 8-8. Eight and eight. You're going to take the Bucks to win the division at 8-8, yes. eight and eight, yes. and that's going to get it done? Yes. Well, I personally am 
nowhere near as uh, confident as you are about these Bucks. I don't see them winning more than five games, and I will be putting them at five and eleven. How dare you? Probably to finish. Le- in fact, definitely to finish last in the division. That would. Be- I actually think the Saints will finish first. At, I'm going to put them at nine and seven, just barely winning it. So you're going to have Even Saints my, go from seven to nine last year to nine and seven. Yeah. Even with my concerns, I think. Maybe this improved O-line and this staunch run game will actually get it done in, in the not normal Saints fashion. Mm. Mm. And I think the defense will just be good enough to get that record and win the division. What do you say their record is? The Saints? Are you going to do the reverse and say they're going to come in last like I just did? No, I'm going to say they're going to finish the same. 7-9. and nine. Another 7-9 and nine campaign. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you said no team would do better than 8-8, eight eight, apparently. What about the Benjaminless? Panthers. I'm gonna go with six and ten for these Panthers. Okay, I'm gonna do you one better at seven and nine, but I say they finish with the same record as last year. Well, they and can't. This time does not get them into the playoffs. And then we the last one would be the Falcons, right? Uh, yeah, and I like them to go five hundred at eight and eight. So marginal improvements here and there for these NFC. South I'm gonna have them at three and thirteen. So you you predict disaster. For the worst Atlanta, for there can only be one good Atlanta team, and that's the what do you Hawks. Say, the Hawks? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I guess they're good enough to come in second in the East. Especially with their neon-colored jerseys coming out this year. Should be good times for these Hawks. Oh, well, yeah, and the Braves are one of the worst teams in baseball, so I guess your rule would stand. There can only be one. We'll see if that happens. Uh, the Atlanta Thrashers don't exist anymore, so... No, they don't, so they, they can't. They can't win or good. They can't win anymore. No, no. I don't think they did much when they were around. I don't know too much about it. But all right, so that's going to conclude our NFC South. I have uh, Saints, Falcons, Panthers, Bucks. Inam, you have surprisingly Bucks, Saints, Panthers, Falcons, Mm -hmm. and uh, we're predicting lots of loss, losing again in this one. And uh, any final things to add? Um, no. I think. as long as Jameson doesn't become a uh, chain smoker of his last name, I think the Bucks will succeed. And you'll hear a lot of Bit of a reach for that one. Yeah. Don't, know, don't hurt yourself. Man. Well, no, I don't think it was a reach. I think Winston, Winston is a cigarette brand, and I think that's his last name. What else does Winston make you think of? Oh, I thought it was that his nickname is Virginia Slim, and that's what you're referencing, not his last name. So you just don't know your cigarettes that well, Drew. I think you better hit the books instead of your cigarettes. Also, he's not from Virginia. He's not slim. He eats too many crab legs, so it wouldn't even make sense. So, so I, well, maybe he's cool with a K? Cool. I'm cool. just trying to think of more cigarettes. Yeah. Camel? Yeah, there you go. Camel, cool. All right, time to add this thing. We'll be back. We still have three divisions to do. We'll be back probably tomorrow for my division, my Brownies division, the AFC North preview. Kids, smoke Cubans, not cigarettes, all right? Lifestyles that are rich and dangerous.